Before we wander on into the episode, I just want to make sure that everyone goes out there and hits up the YouTube, check out the Spotify, check out Apple, wherever you're listening or watching to this ep- uh, podcast, is to go down, like it, subscribe, hit the bell if it's YouTube, make sure you're getting those reminders. We do put these out every week, um, so make sure you do to do all that. It helps us out, and in the long run, we can make better things. So again, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Parks down there. Let's uh, let's make something very clear, though. You you pointed that we can do this activity down there, but we shouldn't. In fact, we should say fuck Sea World. We don't go to Sea World because of what they do to the orcas. So, well, they got then you can do. We can wander our way over. Because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink, clink. Whoa there, guy. It's been a while since I've talked to you. Uh, it's only a week if you pay attention to the uh, podcast. Um, but although I'm pretty sure we've we spoiled the, uh, the how the podcasts get recorded oftentimes on the last one. So, no, it has been a hot minute. It has, but we've been busy. You've been playing with softballs, and I am uh, I, I was out getting Tuck's blue balls down in New Orleans. Look at this. Oh, it's tangled. My blue balls are tangled, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I'm going to bring them with the beads. That is uh, uh, tangled, tangled uh, testicles are actually like my second biggest fear. Testicular torsion is where they get wrapped up like that and then they like swell and if you don't treat it right away gotta cut them off and that's and that's where you let the viewers know that this could be an 18 plus podcast (laughs) (laughs) it's a real medical condition it can happen anytime Uh, you know there's there's nothing well yeah if you have them low-hanging fruit you know, this is why we wear compression pants, compression shorts. You know, you don't want like, what's that little office toy with the balls going click, 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 oh, click. Pen- is that a pendulum? pendulum? I don't know what that's called, but um, you always end up, right. you always end up staring at it way too long. Cause you're like, you're like, you know what it's going to do, right? You throw one ball and it comes out the other and it just goes back and forth. But you're like, all right, the next 15 minutes of my, that, see that right there. That <laughs> if you're watching on Spotify or YouTube right now. So that's, no, that's I, the fear. I get you. No, but I got Tuck's blue balls. Someone threw them to me off of a balcony down there in New Orleans. You know, I went down there from Mardi Gras check that one off the bucket list you know that's kind of one of those things that you ever you hear me like yeah you gotta go down there for mardi gras and did it good probably won't go back for a mardi gras um i hear jazz fest is the thing to go to down there it's a big music concert it's really well put on um or saints game i, I do want to go to an nfl game in every stadium and they do say the superdome the new orleans fans put on the best show in the nfl so I'm, I'm I, I would like to go do that but I can see so jazz fest being pretty uh popping down in New Orleans well, that's um, where jazz was born yeah yeah very much so down in the bayou yeah um, well and then I got the beat beads I showed you them earlier but I'll show the guests you know I got got those for you when I see you if I see you who knows save the bees yeah who knows (laughs) save the bees they're kind of important that's why I got a bee mug that's why I got a bees bee tattoo um you know save the bees are kind of important you know I like avocados guacamole's pretty dang awesome so if you like avocados and guacamole like a bee (laughs) you know Matt was telling me how the drug lords down in Mexico are starting to buy a lot of the avocado farms yeah, that sounds like a topic he would uh, he would talk about. He and that he would like do the research on. Yeah, it, it's an odd <laughs> one to do the research on, but yeah, he would. I actually hundred percent believe that he spent an afternoon looking at this. No, it it you know that's Matt, but again, you know he's a good guy. New Orleans was wild. That's the only way to describe it, guys. Is wild. 
people filling the streets. It's like that college block party that every college tries to throw, you know, where they try and have all the houses throw a party. It's that, but like downtown New Orleans. Yeah. And and you're talking age zero to a hundred of people. Everyone, grandma and grandpa throwing beads to little babies catching beads. Um, they even got these little cool coins that they throw. So each parade is a different uh, crew. K-R-E-W-E, they say. And uh, so it's like this one was the crew to Caesar, uh, the Bacchus crew, uh, Trickster. Don't know what that one was. But yeah, just different cool things. Uh, and then you got some of the fancy beads. Like, look at this mask. At the end of that. Like, really yeah, cool, cool shit, you know? It, it seems like it's just a lot of uh, just people getting drunk and then throwing, like, junk. You know, they're just like, oh, is, I've got some stuff I got to get rid of. Let's throw it. <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. And you walk the streets, man, they're dirty. All the trash people have is just like, there's a lot of pizza place. You know, they sell slices of pizza that like yeah. tucked away by the bars. There's a lot of just plates thrown on the ground. The oh. beads, I mean, I saw like four or five girls just eat shit because they we're stepping on beads, but every step you take, you're stepping on them. There's just that much, and there's that you're in seas of people. Um, it was fun. I mean, I had a blast. It was a it was a great time. It was you know Tyler's 21st birthday, so what a way to ring it in. Um, they even made him wait out the bar. He tried. He's like, they'll let me in like 10 minutes early. What they will make me wait outside? I was like, yeah, they will. They will. <laughs> and they did. I mean, um, he, he wanted to do it. No. And the whole time he's like, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. When you're 21st birthday, when you're going all nuts like that, again, he's also 21. So he's got the liver of a youngin, so he can do it multiple times. I know. But Ty, you know, he held himself well for being uh, a 21er. You know, he he really didn't. Get, oh, he got sick one one night uh, and they slept in until like 10, 11, which is fine. Um, but but we didn't get to do much of the outdoor stuff, which I assumed, you know, I wanted to do a swamp boat tour. I wanted to kind of do that kind of stuff, but I knew, I knew that the likeliness of that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I stayed sober the whole time, you know, no weed, no booze for me. Um, and it's been good. It's, it, it was, you know, everyone's like, how do you do that? And it's like to prove all you guys that I don't have to have, you know, I had a blast down there, you know, you don't have to do drugs and alcohol to have a good time. Uh, and if you do, there's something wrong with your mental health because everything in life is mental. You just fucking tell yourself not to do it and you're fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's a lot of caveats to it, but... <laughs> we won't uh, get into that because that's not that kind of podcast. Yeah, this is not that kind of podcast, but... Uh, you even got my Popeye's cowboy hat. Oh, man, <laughs> shoot. Sign me up for a Popeye's cowboy hat. That's Lights a must half. Oh shoot! I had a girl. You got literally everyone's just like junk box that they have at a garage sale. Oh, I bought this. Oh, you bought it? Yeah, I at like a garage sale. No, at Popeyes. Oh, they sell them at Popeyes. That's yeah, of course, right? Like Mardi Gras. <laughs> but I had a girl. She came up to me, and she's like, "I want your hat." And she was really trying to take my hat. And then she goes, "I'll let you lick my tit." for your hat. And I was like, you know what? I'm in a relationship. My fiance is awesome. And you know what? She'll let me lick her tit and I could still keep the hat. So no way you're not getting this. That's when you should say, will you lick mine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why we needed the Reverend down there. <laughs> no, 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 we got, um, we've got kind of an exciting one today. We're switching it up. Um, you know, that Mardi Gras is down in the bayou, the land of just like swampy. Um, you Very feel much. swampy all the time. So we thought it would be fun to do one of our lovely top fives. Um, and this time we're doing warm weather destinations. Because it is warming up out there, uh, contrary to what I've been experiencing, but it has been warming up. Um, but yeah, we thought we'd warm things up. I don't think we've done a top five in a while either. So that's that's pretty great to bring one back to you guys. And 
and exactly you know it, it was warm down there and th it's the season of warm you know it's starting to get warm spring is upon us uh we're going to be getting into summer here soon and you know some of these warm destinations you might want to go to when it's cold out so you might want to wait till winter but they, hey we talk about planning and that's something we need to get into. So if you want to plan six months in advance, eight months in advance, go for it, do it, you know, start scheduling these trips. Or, you know, it's summer, you got the time off and you want to go somewhere warm, here's some good places to go, you know. You know, the Reverend and Zach got you covered. We're going to take you down to our top fives. I'm, I'm super excited, you know. I spoiled two of them for Mark and he was getting mad at me because he likes doing the whole surprise, shock and awe thing, but... <laughs> Exactly. It's nice to have a little bit of the shock because it's, it's, you know, I don't get a lot of surprise in life. No, it's good. I, uh, no, thinking about this, you know, I'm looking at my list right now and, and just so you guys know, these are all places I have been. Uh, some of the top fives in the past have been like theoretical of places we want to go or, or, or places we haven't been or are trying to get to. Um, but these are ones that I have experienced. Uh, I'm sure the same for you. And I'm excited to share. Yeah, um, these are places I've been. Uh, these are all places that can be warm. Uh, I know some of mine, uh, I think only one really, there's like a cold season um, where it's a complete opposite. Um, also, I realized when uh, doing this list, I don't go to very many warm places. You know, and, and I was kind of thinking the same thing, but that, that could just be the nature where we're at. We're in the northern U.S., the northwest U.S., um, where we get kind of both seasons in the sense of, like, you get that warm and the cold seasons. Um, so you experience kind of it all, and there's no necessarily that need to get away. You know, I get those people, like, up in Alaska who are like, you know, in the winter, I need to get out of here. Or those people in Mexico who are like, it gets too hot in the summer. I need to go somewhere cold. Uh, so hopefully this helps you guys out. Speaking of the New Mexico and being too hot, my number five is a place that people leave because it gets too gosh darn hot. And my number five is the great state of Arizona. Now, I've really only spent time in the Phoenix area. Um, you know, my sister went to school there. I have some family that lives down there. Um, so that's where I've spent the most time is Arizona, Phoenix, centrally. Um, but it is a great warm place. I know a lot of people that go there in the winter to get warm. Um, I was just talking to some people from Arizona this weekend. They came up here where it was like 30 and they left Arizona where it was 85, which sounded really, really nice. So <laughs> yeah, it does sound nice. I, our neighbors, uh, my dad always said the best neighbors he ever had. Uh, they would spend like seven months out of the year down in Arizona. Uh, and then they would spend like the three other, like it was weird. They only really spent like two months in Billings. <laughs> and, and then they would spend the rest. They had a place on a cabin uh, here in Montana as well. So he's like, best neighbors ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, Arizona, um, you know, it can get very, very hot. I mean, when we were down there and we had to stay the night due to uh, the plane difficulties on our way to Hawaii, um, you know, it was what, like 110 at two in the morning. Right. It was crazy hot. I mean, I think I honestly think the reason the plane was having issues was because of the heat. You know, it was 119 degrees when we were down there. Oh, and it was hot. It, you know, that's the first time I've ever, you know, because I've been to Arizona. I've been to New Mexico. I've been to, you know, Louisiana, Florida, California, you know, Hawaii, these warm places. And I noticed uh, those bars. That's the first time I've ever seen those, those fans with the misters going. Yeah. Um, and I've seen them at bars, you know, just never in use. But that was the first time I've seen them in use. And I'm like wow, I understand the appreciation for these things. Yeah, 
I I've seen it before too in Arizona though in yeah. Phoenix um I've seen them used I was like a little kid and I remember thinking like that is so cool they got like the Mister things you know but as a little kid you also think it's super cool when they water the like uh produce in the store you know so <laughs> just just when you're a little kid or like I still think that's pretty cool uh, I don't think it is as cool <laughs> anymore. Um, you know, sometimes if I go to the store now and I start hearing it, I'm like, shit, I got to pick fast or I'm going to get all wet. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I feel that. I, I don't know. Arizona is a good place. You know, you have like the Grand Canyon there too. And, and fun fact about that is I actually saw a post on Facebook today about someone kind of like, it snows here in Arizona, like at the Grand Canyon. And you're like, yeah, you're at like, you're at a high elevation here. And what people don't realize is typically the bottom of the Grand Canyon, if you want to get a gauge for what kind of temperature, if you're going to hike the Grand Canyon, go to the bottom, look at the weather in Phoenix. And that should be a good temperature gauge of like, what's it going to be down at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, they say. Yeah, because it gets much, much hotter um, when you get down there. Yeah, it, it's it always um, people always get amazed when they hear like snow in Arizona, but that north northern part of Arizona gets quite a bit of snow. Um, what is it Flagstaff there? That gets some good yeah. snow. Oh, yeah. um, I think there's even a ski resort or two in that area. They have enough. They have enough uh, elevation, like a hill, enough hills for it, huh? Yeah, it's mountainy. You got the Rocky Mountains down there. I think I, I want to say so. I could be blowing smoke, but maybe it's just a bunch of bunny hills. Yeah, I mean, I, when I lived in Cincinnati, I went up to Cleveland to see Cuyahoga National Park. Yeah, and there was a ski resort right there, and I was just laughing my ass off <laughs> because that was the most pathetic ski resort I've ever seen. Because I was like, "Are you like that's just that's a hill?" Yeah, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> But I'm spoiled in Montana. Um, I'm going to get into my number five, if you don't mind. I uh, go for it, please. But th this is a place we've been together. I've gone, I've gone there quite a bit. And uh, it's kind of a, re you know, you said Arizona, we're going states, kind of regional areas. Uh, it's Southern California. Okay. Uh, that's always a nice warm place to go to. You know, you got like San Diego. Uh, you got L.A., you have like Joshua Tree National Park, you have Death Valley, um, and then you have the desert, you know, and the, the fun stuff that that's got down there. And there is a lot to do uh, in Southern California, uh, just because there is a lot of people down there as well. Uh, the nice weather, the warm weather is why there's also a lot of people down there. You know, they say San Diego is like 80, sunny and happy year round. And every time I go, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Southern California has got a lot of cool stuff. Joshua Tree is very cool. Um, I'm very jealous you got to go on that trip without me, but it makes sense. Life happens. Yeah, I mean, you were just, you joined in late, that's all. Um, you had family stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I also had, that, that was a crazy little stretch because that's when I had the issue with um, my uh, license plate and the cop came knocking at like, three in the morning right yeah oh good old mark stories huh yeah there yeah yeah there's always it's they're always different <laughs> always different <laughs> oh, that's good no i like like i like southern california there's a lot to do there's a lot of museums there's a lot of outdoor activities you know you have disneyland you have sea world you have Knott's Berry Farms. You have national parks down there. Let's uh, let's make something very clear, though. You you pointed that we can do this activity down there, but we shouldn't. In fact, we should say fuck Sea World. We don't go to Sea World because of what they do to the orcas. So well, they got something you can do, but no, don't don't go. They got rid of the orca programs. I thought they got rid of um, breeding orcas. In, oh, in I thought they got completely rid of. Okay, yeah, no, all right, scratch that from the record, guys. Yeah, they Don't still they still got them. Oh, that hurts my feelings. Yeah, those those bloody bastards at Sea World. But you also have the is that the Monterey Bay Aquarium? Is that what? Am I saying that? That's right? a little bit more central. I'm gonna throw that in the SoCal for this episode. <laughs> 
Monterey, uh, Monterey Bay. Um, yeah, that's a little bit more. It's it's kind of closer to like Santa Cruz. Okay. Because like if you look at the way the bay is, Santa Cruz is the top of the bay, and then like traditional what people think of like Monterey Bay is kind of the southern part of it. Um, okay. And well, that's like where the historical Highway One kind of starts is down there. Well, you get um, the all that method. kind of stuff. They have warm weather. They warm. they do they do have warm weather. Um, a warm destination. <laughs> yeah, it, it works. It's, it is very cool. I've only ever been for work, but it is yeah. very cool. Well, that whole I mean that whole Southern California. There's tons to do. I'm, I'm sure there's other aquariums and other water activities. Plus the ocean. I mean, uh, it's the largest ocean in the world. What what's not to love? Exactly. <laughs> um, my I'm going to go into my number four. Okay. My number four, I know makes a visit on your list because you told me, um, but it only makes my, my list at number four. I've only ever been once, and it is good old Hawaii. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. Loved it over there. Um, just like these other places a little bit more. Um you know it's it's hard to it's a tropical island so it's hard to like really um beat it no you're not wrong at all and and it is going to make my list uh in a while but it definitely and i'll talk more to it about that when 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 we do get there from from my perspective but i mean you you have to go visit the other islands too right like that's that's probably why it's number four is because you still got to give it ways to creep up (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean i do want to check out like maui um and those other kind of places uh, well, a couple other national parks we still need to go visit and do breakdowns of exactly i remember one distinct this is how i know this is a warm place and how humid this place gets because we were sleeping one night and you get those downpours that just kind of come in with rain and so the downpour comes through it's like and it's done and then it's just like someone took the thermostat and just cranked that bitch real high. Cause it went from like comfortable. I was like, okay, really nice. I was like asleep. And then all of a sudden it was like warm. I was like, damn, somebody turned the temp up real high, real quick. Oh, I, I, the time I, I remember that when we were down there, I was in Houston and that happened. We we're doing a photo shoot beautiful morning right we're just like wow i'm in my shorts i'm in a like a polo t-shirt and i'm hanging out and then it started raining and you're like okay okay and the moment that rain stopped man i'm talking just pit stains and you're like put me in an air-conditioned car i am done being outside yeah it's crazy is the temperature changed so quick. Like I can't even get the temperature to warm up in like my car if I'm warming up on like a cold morning that fast. <laughs> well, that, that just shows you the sheer power of mother nature, right? And that's something that we just don't, I guess, comprehend or just don't forget about is, you know, mother nature. Yeah, we're human and all. We can build these big buildings and do this and that. But mother nature will come by and say, uh-uh, sorry. Yeah. we're in control now she she Um, will she'll say uh all right my term game over (laughs) well hawaii it's a great place to to feel that and to experience that i think yeah Um, especially like on the big island for example uh the fact that it is a little bit bigger so you can kind of feel the different climates uh you know by going like to mauna kea and and then going to the coast and then going out to uh just like, you know, you have like the deserty parts, you have the rainforesty parts and the beaches and the ocean, like it versus like Oahu where it's a little bit smaller. So you get just like yeah. less of the, you know, it's more of the same kind of weather the whole, the whole island gets. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like We'll Hawaii. save more of the Hawaii talk for when it pops back up into your, I don't want to steal all the thunder right now. So we'll no. move on to your number four. You know, we talked about it in the opening. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go New Orleans, Southern Louisiana, that area. Um, I I really do like it. I do want to get back down there, like I, I talked about. Uh, I, I want to do some swamp boat tours. Um, I would love to get more into the bayou. And 
And I actually had the pleasure back in uh, 2019, 2019, yeah, yeah, December of 2019, before COVID, um, we were able to get down there and we got to go in, in to, to see a, a school on and, uh, one of the Native American, uh, it, they're not reservations down there, it's just kind of Native land, uh, the Chiamacha Indians. Um, they're really cool area, but when you really get into the bayou, and get outside of New Orleans, get outside of those cities, you kind of get to see what the community and what the people are really about. Um, and that, that was something I found kind of cool. And I'm, I'm very grateful and blessed to experience that because I don't necessarily know if I'll go back and ever get to experience that again or when. Um, it reminded me a lot, you know, of Florida when I was down there, but I didn't get to spend a lot of time when I was down there because I was just working. Um, it's very flat. The marshland, the, the bayou land is really neat and interesting. The people are interesting. And when you hear that Southern twang for the first time, that Southern accent, you really are caught off guard. Uh, because typically when you hear it, it's someone making fun of them and ma like making fun in an ignorant, dumb way, you know, so it's, they're sounding dumb and sounding stupid or saying stupid things. But when you hear it in just like normal conversation, you're almost blown away because you're like, well, oh, oh, you're you're like a normal person. And that's yeah. wrong. That's wrong to think. But it's it's cool too, because you're like, oh, it sounds like almost like a foreign language. <laughs> you're like, you know, down here on the bayou, like what, what what would you like to eat? And you're like, oh yeah, burger. Okay, yeah, get a burger. What do you want? Like fried water one of that? And you're like, yeah, fries sound good. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, it, and I was, I was really grateful. We got to, we got to meet this native guy. Uh, his last name was Greyhawk. He was very awesome. He sang for us down there on the bayou. He told us about it. You know, you have the moss and stuff that hangs from the trees. Um, it's warm weather and you know, it's December. It's warm when I'm down there. Um, you, we also got to see an alligator. And when we saw this was the most hilarious story I have. And this is, this is me and Gerald. And Gerald, uh, you know, he's a tribal chairman here in Montana. And we're down there. And he's like, I want to go try and see a gator. I want to go see the swamp. Let's, let's go to where we can. What's the closest, like, you know, like natural, uh, like public land kind of area we can go to. So we found one, we drove to it. And this guy, we're in a rental car, like a black sedan rental car. And we roll up on this like hillbilly kid fishing off the back of his truck, you know, and he's like, yeah, we're doing uh, research with the set or we're doing a photo shoot this with the Census Bureau, blah, 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 you know, government this, government that. And you know, this guy's like, what the fuck's going on? What do these guys want? But Gerald's just generally like, cause he's an outdoorsman. And he's like, no, what are you fishing for? Like, I'm curious, do you, do you know if I can go see gators? You know, he's like, well, winter's really not the time to see gators because it's a little bit colder and their blood isn't good for it. But he pointed out like a really small one we got to go see. And just the way we rolled up on this guy and you're just like, right. and I'm sitting there like, dude, like, you're just going to ask him this and tell him this? Like, this is the guy that freaks out and shoots, shoots the government vehicle because he's like, what the hell do these guys want? <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was, that would be a little, uh, little alarming to go into. Um, yeah. yeah, I've never been down down that way. Um, I don't know if it's on my list of wanting to go check that out. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's on a lot of people's. Uh, it's it's cool. It is warm if you do want to warm. Just uh, well, me and Tyler, you know, we were down there. We were, we were at one of the malls one day because we were just like, well, let's go walk and go do something. And, and we're sitting there, uh, and you overlook the Mississippi River, and we saw this big giant Disney cruise rolling out on the Mississippi river, you know, and they had the horn was the Disney sound or whatever. And yeah. I was like, Oh, so if you guys want to do cruises, you know, New Orleans is a good spot for that. But the bayou itself is really interesting, really cool. All those houses are built up on like planks and stuff. Cause you know, it, it floods down there. And a lot of that stuff's built technically below sea level because of how the marshes and bogs and bayou is. And, it's the bayou is the bayou, you know? Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cool place full of cool shit. <laughs> of cool shit. So 
I was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again, but I feel like I need a good quality net. Well, you know what, Reverend? I got the key solution for you. You know, our friends at Blue Ribbon Net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment. It's 100% biodegradable. Plus, the wood is locally sourced and it is also biodegradable and it's just such a great company to use. Um, the Blue Ribbon Nets, they're here in Bozeman, Montana, and we even have a discount code. That's right. If you use the code RUGARU10, that's right. That's my Jeep, the RUGARU. RUGARU10, R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. Uh, you're going to get some discount on a blue ribbon net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish, or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just want to catch a lot of fish. So again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the promo code RUGARU10. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers. Um, he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker. There's even water bottles, hats, sweatshirts, the whole swag. And we even got a discount code for you guys. Yes, if you use Wandering Ways at Shop LS574, you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase. But not only that, you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the Little Shell Tribe, as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code wandering ways, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. It's time for cool shit in nature. All right. All right. I'm excited. This week, I got two of them as kind of per use yeah the new use yeah the new use uh this one though pretty wild i think anyway it's a big old great white shark for the people that are just listening uh looks like they got like a buoy or something to track them to jump up um wow, massive fish up and out oh, yeah the massive massive thing like he's probably what like 12, 10, 10 to 12 feet long, probably, and he gets all the way out of the water. Yeah, he's yeah, he's got to be at least 12. He's kind of a big one. I mean, you know, you hear that they can get just absolutely like a massive, massive. So and they're called the great white, right? Yeah. Damn, yeah, that would be nuts. That would be nuts to see. Yeah, I'm I'm in awe watching it. I mean, that is a big giant fish. Yeah. I want to go, I want to go to the museum or the aquarium in Atlanta. Because oh, because that's the one that has the only captive great white, right? I think so, but they also have the whale sharks. Oh, and oh. Those there's, there's I don't know where there's like one aquarium in the world that has a captive great white. And it's because they're almost impossible to have captive. Oh, I bet. I mean, they look, I mean, they're kind of the, 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 the bullies of the sea. And I can only imagine when you try and capture them, they just don't do well. Yeah. Uh, so next one is, we're sticking with a jumping theme. Um, so this is what's called a car, caracal. Okay. C-A-R-A-C-A-L cat. Uh, yeah. And, uh, he just gets up and grabs what looks like some some dinner <laughs> and lands perfectly Ooh. on the feet. If this was a gymnastics competition, ten out of ten. <laughs> Tens are out. I I mean, he uses the fence to get up there, which I I I assume these cats in the wild probably use the trees. Yeah, like to do this. But I mean, like 
he uses one, two, like two grabs of the fence, gets up, catches the thing, puts it in his mouth, turns around, lands on all four, and boom, walks so away. I dinner. watched this first time, and I was like, why the hell hasn't this thing just jumped out of the cage? So look how easy it scales the fence. Well, it's kind of bent back, it looks like, like at an angle, if you look at the one post over there. So maybe that's why, because he's jumping backwards versus jumping forwards. Uh, maybe, but the way he did it so easy, it would be like, all right, game over. Yeah, he could find a way is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder, no, I wonder uh, too, because cats are one of those animals. They've been domesticated, right? And like, same with dogs, right? Where it's just like, the, like in this cat's mind, like, oh, the human's going to bring me food. So like, <laughs> I'm good. I, I can relax. I can nap and oh, food will be here about five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, there's truth to that. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're not, they're not humans. They don't got jobs. So it's like, I can just relax all day and eat and have a good life. That, that is very true. I think maybe that's the thing the Egyptians had with the cats, right? Like why they kind of worship the cat is like, cats are smart, you know, they've, they've realized like we can get humans to take care of us and, and that that's their, you know, Eden. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to jump back into our top five. So we're going to finish up with our top three here. Um, I'm going to do mine, my number three. I'm going, I'm, I've only been to this place once as well, and I loved it. I want to go back. I want to go back for a lot of different reasons, but this one, more specifically, a little bit south of Barcelona, Barcelona, Spain, and a place called Casa de Fels. Um, it's a, like maybe a 30-minute train ride uh, south of Barcelona there. When I was there, I stayed right on the beach there. Uh, they got the Mediterranean. Um, I think it was the Mediterranean. Um, and it was absolutely amazing. Just hang out, warm weather. The water is a little bit saltier, so you're a little bit more buoyant in it. Um, and there's just people all over the beach. And you're just, we were out, out there like late at night too, which I guess is not a thing to go on the beach late, late at night. Someone told me that well later, but I was like, there were a lot of people doing it. So we couldn't have been doing anything too wrong. <laughs> Not a thing in what sense? Like it's dangerous? Or no, it's like, uh, on? like the cops will come and kick you out. Oh, maybe certain beaches. That's what I said. I was like, I doubt this one because we saw we were definitely not the only ones. <laughs> Dang, I am jealous. I That was a trip. I'm very jealous I didn't get to go with you on because... I tried to, and then I had a wedding to go to, and then I never ended up going to that wedding. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a blast. Good old Barcelona, um, Casa del Fels there. It's a little smaller town. Um, you know, there kind of has anything you want to do. If you want to go have the Mardi Gras kind of experience, Barcelona and Casa del Fels, that area, definitely. There's a ton of clubs and stuff to go to. Oh, I'm sure. But, I you see the pictures right from like port you know spain and portugal like along the coastline and you're just like yeah take me i mean we went into a club that was four stories so like each had like this different dj thing going on it was it was wild and i wasn't there very long because uh, a gal in our group got her phone stolen so she was like i don't want to be here <laughs> i want to go like just be by myself and i was like well shit i'll take you back to the airbnb we stayed at and i grabbed a bottle of wine and grabbed my ukulele and i went to the beach <laughs> <laughs> hey nothing wrong with that i mean oh no, it was warm weather i was wearing like 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 pretty much what i'm wearing now no sleeves and i was just like all right here we go <laughs> Yeah, that does sound fun. I Spain is on my list for sure to get in that. Like in the Mediterranean Sea, you see just such beautiful, beautiful pictures from that area. You know, nature. Yeah. Just the nature there is just gorgeous. 
oh, jealous, so jealous of you and that, that experience. But great time. I'm glad you had a blast. Anyways, my, your number three. My number three, you know, we're taking it back to my, you know, I don't know if you call it my hometown because I've lived in Billings longer. You know, that's more of a true hometown to me, but my birthplace, New Mexico, the land of enchantment. And we've talked about this before, you know, in the summer, it gets nice and warm down there. There's plenty to do, plenty of outdoor activities and hiking, the fishing, uh, the sightseeing. In the fall, you have the world's largest gathering, the International Balloon Fiesta, which is something as a child to grow up with in your backyard. You know, when you're uh, two years old, taking a bath, and you can look out the window and there's a balloon flying over your house, just awestruck you know then you get down there in the food you know i i don't know if this is my personal bias but there's there's different types of mexican food right in in america you have the like the baja mexican food which you get kind of in arizona california which has a little bit more fish to it you get the tex-mex which is the uh you know the texas kind of mexican food and then you get the new mexican mexican food that has the green and red hatched Pep, you know the hatch chili peppers oh and i think that's that's what makes it the best food uh, and that that comes from a lot of the indigenous people in the area that the, the the chilies and that to me i think adding that to the food just makes it that much more better um it's it's gorgeous i mean you go down to new mexico you're gonna have a great time albuquerque great city uh it's a dangerous city so be careful you know there's a lot of crime down there um breaking bad you know there's there's meth down there and you gotta be careful but other than that i mean like the sandia mountain is right there there's a ski resort you can take the tram up santa fe that's a great town to go in very touristy um it's just i i it's beautiful i all of the desert uh you you know we you've been to monument valley very yeah. similar you go into the the new mexico side kind of there you get uh canyon de Chelly, window rock uh just desert beauty. Uh, Chama, New Mexico, just an awesome mountain, quaint town. White Love. Sands National Park would be a cool one to go check out. And uh, Carlsbad Caverns right there. Um, check them both off. They're, oh, White Sands was really cool. Bring uh, those little metal saucers, you know, those like uh, sleds, the metal sled saucer sleds. Yeah, to go sandboarding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, as a kid doing that, that's great. And where White Sands meet, uh, so there is a place uh, near White Sands that also has black sand. And if you look on a map, you can kind of see and and the wind and geography and just everything changing. Uh, they say the native peoples down there say when that the black sand touches the white sand, that'll be the end of the world. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Kind of cool. And then the Pueblos. The Pueblos are really unique and interesting because you look in America, there's really no other native culture similar to them, you know, where they built that. Um, and there's not a lot of native cultures where they're actually still on their true homelands other than the Pueblo people. Um, so there's a lot of culture and history through that. You know, you go to Albuquerque, there's the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center, which is a cool uh, visitor center museum to check out. And they have cool exhibits. Like uh, when I was last down there, we were filming a commercial and the exhibit, the rotating exhibit they had was about the Zia uh, symbol. And if, you, if you're if you familiar with the New Mexico flag, it's the yellow flag with the, the red Zia symbol. And that red Zia symbol uh, represents different things, but the, the, to the Zia people, you know, it's, it's who they are. And they're kind of like, the, the fucking state took that from us to use it for themselves. Um, you know, and I'm sure the state's like, yeah, we're honoring you, but the people are like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking advantage of us. Yeah. But it's cool. I, I like New Mexico a lot. Um, I like going down there and again, the food. You I've never been, so I, I would like to go to White Sands, um, you know, take a good old skateboard deck and try your best at boarding the sand down. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's when in Rome, right? Do it. <laughs> Do it, yeah. Well, and if we go down there, we got to go down to El Paso and see our good buddy Abdul. You know, might as well. <laughs> there we go. More things to do, more places to see, more people to hang out with. Um, I am going to go on to my number two. Um, 
this has kind of technically already been said. Uh, I'm just a little bit more specific with uh, my destination here, and mine is San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Yes, 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 yes. I love San Diego. I've gone for pleasure. I've gone for work uh, when I was at uh, Humboldt State, which is now Cal Poly Humboldt. Um, I would purposely try and get the San Diego trips because I love it down there so much. It is warm and comfortable all the time. The beaches are amazing. The food is amazing. It is just amazing down there. I have a blast. You can go hang out on the beaches. There's tons of outdoor stuff from biking to doing out go biking go running go surfing go hang out and play some sand volleyball there's so much stuff to do outside down there because it's nice all the time so it's hard to like want to be inside well and what's really cool about san diego is you there's kind of different parts of it you know you have like the coastal parts that you do more coastal activities you have the like the city and the city itself is really cool like the downtown, the gas lamp district, uh, the even the baseball stadium. Going to going to a Padres game is really cool because you almost feel like you just walk right off of the downtown into yep. the stadium. Um, the the old town is really interesting. Um, the the mountains kind of in that area are kind of cool, and you can hike them. And I I like San Diego a lot. Oh, I love it. I it's, love it. I am always looking for jobs down there. Are you really? <laughs> I, every time I see one as a possibility, I go, ooh, maybe, and I look at it. <laughs> well, I'm on board for that because a flight from Portland or Billings is a lot cheaper to San Diego than everywhere else because people like going there, so it's a popular place to go. Exactly, and, and it is like, just amazing down there. It's a little expensive, but it's amazing. Well, what's interesting, too, is I, it's one of, I, I think one of the safer cities – safer larger cities in california i say and i think that has something to do with that military presentation the pre presence down there oh um, very well could because i don't i don't ever feel you know you don't hear too many bad things about san diego like you do la or even san francisco in that matter or oakland in that matter you know but i yeah i mean that's where we're going to have my bachelor party before covid <laughs> yeah <laughs> really I mean, it's too good down there yeah. But yeah, so I, San Diego is my number two because, yeah, it's kind of amazing. It, it is. I, I do like San Diego. Uh, my number two, this one hit your list early on, uh, Arizona. Um, but again, you know, you, you, to me, like you, you, like you said, you only really experienced the Phoenix area, uh, the Grand Canyon area, your Monument Valley, all great areas. Uh, Tucson, another great city down there to go. Uh, Saguaro National Park is down there. That's something that now, I've seen the big cactuses, but I've never been to the national park itself. Or if I have, it was when I was like, I'm talking like one to two years old. So I don't count it. Um, but I do want to go down there. I want to kind of dispense more time in Arizona. I could see myself getting, if I'm ever rich enough, which I doubt, but that, that would be a place I think I would buy a, like a, a second home to have, I think in Arizona, just because why not? Um, my cousin Jack lives down there right now. He loves it. Um, so much so that like after he moved away from Phoenix, he moved back because he really liked it that much. Um, it's beautiful, the warm weather, except the summer. But like when you listen to locals from those warm weather destination points, you know, they're always, you always talk about the heat, but they're like, but yeah, that's why I live there the other nine months out of yeah. the year. You know, like those the three months and typically that's the summer. People have a lot more time off in the summer. And it's like, you go to a Montana, go to a, you know, a Maine or a Oregon or a Washington and go visit those areas that aren't, aren't as warm when it's that hot out. Yeah, no, no, very true. Saguaro National Park would be a cool place to go to. Um, Cause I imagine that it's very uh, similar to joshua tree in the sense like when you see the joshua trees there's like a section of joshua tree national park where it's like mostly just the trees mm -hmm. and it's just they're everywhere and they just go for like miles and miles and miles and they're like spaced out because it's very weird um because you know it's a desert it's not like 
you go to the redwood redwoods and you could have literally four redwoods touching together just because that's how they grow kind of whereas these there's there's like you know feet definitely feet between each of the and every one of these and you're like and there's no shrubbery so it's just like a tree and a tree and a tree and so that's kind of what i imagine saguaro would be whereas the cactus and just all these different cacti everywhere and so i think it would be really cool to see it yeah no i i I agree with you there and especially because of the size of these things right like yeah when we were down in phoenix uh you know, they had some of those big cactuses and we were, we were, you know, I had you take a picture of me by one and it's like, the thing's huge, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not even that close to it because it was down the lake hill away, but I'm putting my arms up trying to look like it. Um, I'm definitely, I saw actually a fun fact where those cacti are uh, for each like arm they grow or the, the, the pole there, it's about a hundred years. Um, so they're old. They've seen a lot. Um, and I'm sure just like the Redwoods, they are not in their original numbers. Oh, Probably nowhere even close to their original numbers. I'm uh, sure. Which is sad. Um, you know, it's it's life, I guess, maybe. I hope not. I don't know. Who knows? We're, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like um, Moving yeah. on to my number one here. Um, this is pretty much just a select time of year that you can only go because this isn't necessarily a warm place other than the summer. Um, but it does get warm in the summer and it's very, you know, 80s, 90s in the summer, which is technically warm. Uh, love this place. Tons of stuff to do from climbing mountains to mountain biking to whitewater rafting to pub hopping to crazy hikes and it's good old central oregon of course it is yes <laughs> indeed good old central oregon it, it really is it's you know that area of oregon is one of the better places in oregon there's a lot of great places in oregon this is one of the best um, there's just so much to do, um, and it's beautiful. And I mean, in the summer, July, August, September, it's nice weather. <laughs> I, you know, I honestly, I haven't spent a lot of time in Central Oregon, but the time I have spent has been in the summer months, and the hot summer months too. Uh, I was doing a Benny the Beaver, you know, when we were the mascot, at uh, State, I got the, oh, I'm going to, what's the county? What Deschutes. Is it Deschutes County? So I was doing the Deschutes County Fair. It's the big one, right? The, the, whatever, the one, it's not in Bend, but it's in the other town. Yeah, but it's the big, it's a big fair. It's one sure. of the bigger ones. Yeah, it's Deschutes. Okay, sure. Um, Bigger as in, in comparison to the other county fairs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, but it was probably 100 degrees, and I was in that Benny the Beaver costume. And if you're, if you're familiar with us ever talking about being the mascot, it's probably 20 to 30 degrees warmer when you're in that suit than it is outside. So it felt like it was 120 in there, and you're just sweating. And the problem is, is when you're sweating, the sweat goes right in your eyes, and it burns. <laughs> but... Again, right after the event, we went into Bend. We had lunch or dinner at a nice brewery there, right on the Deschutes River. Oh, and that place is blowing up in Oregon. Yeah, it's blowing up real big. It's popular. I, oh, Central Oregon, you're right. It is a beautiful place. There's hot springs even nearby uh, if you do the Yeah, there, I mean, it kind of has almost all of it. So <laughs> that's what's nice about it. I, I like it. Uh, Sun River, right? And that nearby. Yeah. Uh, you have, uh, it, you have you Sisters. Um, that's always a great, it's a smaller town. That's a nice little visit. I mean, if you like doing stuff outdoors, it's really, that's the place to go. Because <laughs> name the thing to do outdoors, you can do it. It's a major podcast. You know, if you like doing things outdoors, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. No, it's, it is. I like it. I mean, you, you've actually spent quite a bit of time there. Yeah. I mean, it's the way it is, is it's a classic kind of like, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's millennial generation thing where everyone goes and does a hike of some sort and then they go and get a beer after. Like, that's just, that's what literally everyone does there. So, and there's tons of places to hike. Well, and, and Bend, right? So Bend is a really cool town. It's, to me, you put it up there with the Moabs, the Bozeman's. Um, yeah. It's it's a, you know, it's it's one of those. And the interesting thing, I think, you know, I was, and I was telling Tyler about this and Josh, because they're, they're not as familiar with uh, Portland and, and kind of the Portland and how the breweries there in the 90s is kind of what really was the driving force for why every state thinks they have the best microbreweries now. You know, but Bend was probably one of those first cities outside of Portland to start doing microbreweries, you know, and then those other states caught on and started really pushing and doing. Um, yeah. And that's what's cool about Bend. I mean, you have, uh, oh, Ten Barrel which is now becoming a national beer brand. Yeah. I mean, they have a whole like passport thing where you can go and hit up all the breweries, collect your stamp, and then you get like something if you go to however many or something. Probably a t-shirt. I think it's a mug, like a pint. Oh, that's kind of even better than a t-shirt because I feel like everyone has a (laughs) t-shirt. But but yeah, so that is my number one, good old Central Oregon. I know, nothing too fancy coming from the Oregonian. No, I think it's a good one. And, you know, my number one, we, we kind of spoiled it earlier because we said it's going to come up and you guys are like, wait, where, where's Hawaii at, Zach? <laughs> number one. Because <laughs> before Arizona, this is where I'd buy my second home if I could, is Hawaii. Um, I love it so much. I wouldn't do it in Honolulu. I would probably do it on the North Shore because... I just, I love the North Shore, Um, you know, so much so that I was making it a point that that's where our Airbnb is going to be before you've even been there. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was, it was nice to be, I I liked it up there too. It was a lot nicer. um, I thought, although, you know, it was nice down near Honolulu as well. Um, We spent some time there. No, no, yeah, no knock to Honolulu, but just, I guess that's probably me being the, like, the Montanan at heart, where it's just, like, I, I need, like, people to not be too around me, <laughs> and that's kind of the North Shore, uh, that vibe. Uh, it's less city, it's more relaxed, laid back, you can kind of just live your life, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely one of those places that I can keep going back to. Uh, you know, I love the Hawaiian culture. I can relate to it a lot, I feel like, because the Hawaiian people have been shit on, just like the native people here. Uh, and I've talked about that before, where it's just like, I feel, it, you know, they, they like to lump in the Alaska natives and the Native Americans together a lot. But in reality, we're a lot more different than, you know, the, we're a lot closer to the Hawaiian natives than we are the Alaska natives. And um, that's something I've always said and preached, um, just based on how the government has treated us and, and how we have survived as tribes and tribal people. And I really identify with that culture and I like that culture a lot. Um, it's definitely number one because I, I want to keep going back there, um, you know, and if it wasn't for the fact that me and Thea have already been there, I think our honeymoon would probably be there, but I'm like, let's go somewhere we haven't been yet. Um, I want, again, I want to go to Maui. I want to go to Kauai. I want to see all the other national parks. Uh, I want to go back to the big Island. Um, especially after experiencing it, the big Island, because to me, it's like, you know, you've seen Oahu and you're like, okay, this is your postcard touristy Hawaii. But then you go to the big Island. You're like, this is the real Hawaii. These are the real people that, that live this shit and live this life. And there's a lot more to do. You know, we didn't even journey to the North side of the big Island because no. of time. And I, I want to go back. I, I want to keep going back. It's, it's warm. It's happy. Um, there's some, uh, there's some about too, about the Hawaiian lifestyle, that relaxing, like it'll get done tomorrow. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah, no, Hawaii, Hawaii is pretty legit. Big fan. 
Um, Big Island was really cool too. I'd go back to the Big Island. <clears throat> and of course, see the other ones too. But if I had to repeat, I think I'd go Big Island before. Yeah, maybe even just skip Oahu as like, I'm, I'm sure sometimes you have to use Honolulu as that airport. Makes sense. It's the busiest airport, busiest city. You're going to have that. We have friends on Oahu, so maybe we want to see them, but maybe we could convince them to say, hey, meet us in Kauai or meet us in Maui. Um, you brought up Maui earlier. The only thing that holds me kind of back from Maui and going and wanting to go there is to me, it's like the next touristy destination you know people talk about like the people will almost go to maui before oahu or even over oahu and it just sounds super touristy to me and there's nothing wrong with touristy places i, I like them but when you've kind of experienced the hawaii tourism i feel like it's like well i want to see the other side i want to see the nature i want to see the what else you have to offer you know i don't need to see the gift shops i don't need to see the resorts you know um, but sometimes that's what, that's the travel for people. That's the, that's the trip. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I just like to get out. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's nice. Um, <clears throat> anyways, that is our top fives, top five warm weather destinations. Those are them. Um, I'm saying this because I've got to be that guy because we are getting to that time for final words. So <clears throat> final words, my guy. Hey guys, again, thank you for listening. If you've listened this far, I definitely want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really, truly do appreciate each and every one of you uh, as you wander this earth with us. Um, again, you know, these are just my top five experiences of warm places that, you know, looking at them and the places I, I would like to go back to, I really want to go back to, and I'm going to go back to, oh, excuse me. And I definitely, oh, I, I like warm weather. You know, I, I, I like hot springs. I like being warm. I like being cold too. I guess I wouldn't live in Montana if I didn't like being cold, but it's definitely one of those things to me that, you know, when I think about places to go, people, people will plan their vacations around the weather and being warm is a huge reason. Um, and, and these are good places to go experience that warmth and go experience different cultures and different peoples and different societies. Because as part of traveling and, and going to these places, you know, I was talking to Josh about it. And I was like, you know, what bugs me is, you know, my cousin Jared is, he, I feel like sometimes he still treats me like his little cousin, you know, like I'm still in high school, I'm still in middle school, like I'm 15, because he's the older cousin. And it bugs me because it's like, you got to go experience these places. You got to go to different towns, to different cities, meet people, meet the cultures, understand the differences because nothing's ever the same if, you know, no, nothing's the same as where you're from. Nothing is, you know, New York, you know, even Billings and Bozeman are way different. They're both here in Montana, San Diego and LA are different places, even if they're in California. Uh, Big Island and Oahu are different than Hawaii. And, and it's hard for me because he doesn't travel as much as I do. So he, I, you know, he doesn't have those same experiences. And I feel like he, he looks down on me because of the age thing. But it's like, dude, life is more about more than age. It's about these experiences. It's about the people, the cultures. And you need to all go experience that. And I really, truly hope that each of you see that and want to do that because I think that's what makes us better as people you know and it, it it stops wars if you know what someone you know if I know what someone in Florida is going through and Arizona is going through based because I've been there and I can I can kind of understand it's like oh yeah well they've been shit on or that's happened to them because of this and you can kind of understand it a little bit better rather than making that Facebook comment or that rash judgment or decision that we make because of how we feel based on our experiences, because we haven't experienced that, um, you know? So the life is about experiences and go get more experiences. All right, Mark, your turn. 100% amen. I love it. 
Um, you know, before I go in, just if you're listening to this, wherever you are listening to this, make sure you go hit that like, subscribe, the leave a comment, all that fun stuff. It really helps us out. So if you're YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell, tells you when the new ones come out, uh, leave a comment, all that fun stuff. If you're on Spotify, leave us a, a little five-star review if you liked us enough. That really helps. <clears throat> subscribe on there. Apple leave the review, all that good stuff everywhere. Just make sure you please do that. As for reverence, final words of wisdom, stay beautiful, everybody. I cannot tell you <clears throat> how much I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, you know, E-L-E, gotta love everybody, love everybody. <clears throat> there's a lot of hate going on out there. Um, you know, there's like literally a war kind of going on, uh, you know, Hopefully Ukraine's doing well, um, you know, by the time this is coming out, it's going to be, well, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really, my thoughts are always out to the uh, people of Ukraine. I uh, got a good buddy who's from Ukraine. So my, my thoughts always out to him during this hard time. But, you know, there's just, I think one thing we do know is people don't like war, even though you may not like things that people do. People don't like war um, because it's like, why? Uh, <laughs> you're killing innocent people um, and there's some pretty fucked up things that are happening. So hopefully you can go and make someone smile because the world needs more smiles and love and all that fun stuff. Stay human, everybody. Um, you know, with that being said, though... Peace out, everybody. Bye.